It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, uh, and uh, we've got uh, the weekend to recap. Uh, basically, a lot of games on Friday. There are a couple of games uh, on uh, Saturday as well, including uh, the Marysville girls playing in the uh, championship game of the, well, it was supposed to be the blue-gold championship game, but it was the blue-blue championship <laughs> right. game. Um, but uh, that's how that works out sometimes. Um, and uh, then uh, we've got a lot of playoff basketball to take a look at. The boys start tonight. The girls will start next week, but we got their draws o- over the weekend. So we'll look at uh, that. And the hockey regionals are still going on. Yeah, Marysville finally played on Friday. There's a game tonight involving Anchor Bay. There's a game tomorrow involving Northern. So we'll fit it all in. Yeah, and then you got to see Armada. It was the first time we actually saw, either of us saw Armada since like early December. So I'm excited to see what you thought of their boys team. Um, the BWAC races have been almost completely decided, finally, just in time for the postseason. <laughs> and yeah, we're going to dive real headfirst into basketball action because we have four games tonight. Uh, you're, you're down at the D1 district. I'm out in Armada. I believe Joe Cook will be joining me at least for one of the games. So it's, uh, it should be a fun, uh, fun week. It goes by quick, but it's like in football when you get done with the week, it's so fun and hectic. And then you go, we have three teams left. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the thing about the districts, especially the local districts are fun, but each night you're losing one or two teams out of that district, and at the end of the week, you've only got one survivor and uh, sometimes uh, five teams that get knocked out right. just in the first week. So, it's uh, The week itself is fun. The aftermath for the teams that make it out are, but then you go, oh, wow, that ended quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see how quick it uh, things uh, go uh, uh, during the course of the uh, week, and uh, we'll, but we'll start in by recapping the weekend first, and we'll do that uh, when we come back. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badaxe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. 
Upgrade your business with Quality Computer Solutions, your all-in-one IT managed services provider. QCS becomes your IT help desk managing desktops, laptops, servers, phone systems, and more. You manage your business, we handle your technology seamlessly. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides expert staff augmentation for enterprise-level projects. Worried about security? Ensure your data safety with QCS. Call now for a free on-site security assessment or visit us at our website at qcsph.com. Again, that's qcsph.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Um, yeah, I was just telling uh, Brady because I saw Yale on Friday. So they had their Hall of Fame induction, and Cody Kegley went into the Hall of Fame, and it said on his little thing that he scored 1,017 career points, the all-time tops in school history. And I'm like, well, Ryan Monarch just got to 1,000 recently. So he was at least at 1,000 when that game started and probably a few points more. And then he scored uh, 19, so that would make him the all-time leading scorer, right? Yeah, that that math, math. <laughs> and by the way, if you're a school, have a Hall of Fame. It adds so much to the, uh, I guess, ambiance and just the culture of going into a gym or going into a – I mean, usually they're inside a gym, but, like, walking in and getting to look at, like, the entire history. Like, MLA City does a really good one. Yale does – I mean, hell, you go to MLA City, they have in the biggest trophy case I've ever seen every trophy they've ever won ever. Yeah. Like, that is gargantuan. Like, they have trophies hanging off of trophies because they never take any out. I, I think that's pretty cool when they have them all right out in front and it's not, oh, you have to go through this hallway back and it's in, in front of the JV locker room for the polo team. <laughs> Do they have a polo team? I don't know, but there's, <laughs> but there's some schools. They got that, a lot of history, I'll tell you that. Like, I know there's some schools that have stuff that you have to, like, look for and it's like, Eight people walk through this hallway in a year. Um, but like St. Clair's new gym, they have a bunch of stuff right up there. And I, I just think it's cool. When, and then if you have a Hall of Fame, getting to read about it, because that's how hell. That's how I learned about how half of MLA City's pro players they've had. Mm -hmm. There have been an inordinate amount of professional athletes that have come through MLA City. Yes. Um, so anyways, I didn't mean to get off on that sidetrack. So I, I think when we talk about that game, I think Ryan Monarch at some point in that game became the all-time right. highest scoring player in uh, Yale history, although I don't have confirmation on that. But again, my little Hall of Fame packet that they were passing out said Kegley well, even, was the all-time leader at 1,017. Well, everybody who came in, that's, that's you, cool. you had the option because it had the names and a little right. bio of everybody who was inducted. So they did it right. Yeah. They did it. That's cool. Anyway, let's start with what I dubbed the main event of the the night, the the girls' game. Uh, that's the one you saw. Might as well. That was the biggest story. Yeah. Uh, so it was uh, Yale and Armada. The winner was going to get uh, a share of the BWAC uh, title and have a chance to win it outright this week. Um, so uh, and uh, Yale and Armada went toe to toe, and I'm going to tell you what Armada came out gangbusters. In the first quarter of this one, they were up 18 to 9. They came out uh, flying. Ashton Upton and Claire Sneezak were on fire and couldn't be bothered and couldn't be stopped. And then I don't know what was said in that 60 seconds between the first and the second quarter or what adjustment Yale decided to make. But in the next three quarters, Armada scored 18 points. So they had 18 in the first and didn't get more than seven in any quarter after that. Now, having not seen this game, how many of those first 18 were off of things like turnovers or off of easy layup buckets for Armada? Because that's really where they make their money is cause chaos, get turnovers, and get easy layups on the other end. A few, you know, they knocked down a couple of three-pointers in the first quarter, too, and only made three for the game. Okay. Um, and they, they got a lot of points at the free throw line uh, early on, and, and that sort of went away. But they went from 18 to 9 to losing the next quarter 10 to 5. And then the third quarter was 7 to 6. And then the fourth quarter they lost 
13-7, to and that's when they ultimately let the lead get away because they built up that nine-point lead in the first quarter, and then it was down to four, and then it was down to three, and then in the fourth, Yale passed them. Another theme the last two times that I've seen Yale play is Sadie Dykstra has been quiet for three quarters and then goes off in the fourth, then decides, uh, you know, I haven't scored enough in this game, and I'm a leader, and I've got to start putting the ball in the basket. And she went from four points to finishing with 13 and actually leading her team in scoring. Having a flair for the dramatics. And and Barr and Martin were having good games. Barr scored 12, and Martin scored 11. So for three quarters, they were keeping them in uh, reach. And then, bang, Sadie Dykstra goes off in the fourth quarter. She's able to get to the basket. If she doesn't score, she gets fouled. And down the stretch, she makes free throws. Um, so it, it was uh, a good game. It was the way two teams like that I expected to play. I expected a low-scoring game. Like, I, I thought if anybody gets to 40, they're going to be the team that wins the game. And your final is 39-36. to 36. Um, Yale wins. They clinch a, a piece of the, uh, the title. They play well. And you know what? They get good basketball from the kids who aren't scoring. Um, I really thought that uh, Keller, that was the best I'd seen her play in the games that I've seen Yale this year. She was super defensively. She made smart decisions with the basketball. She rebounded. Um, that's all they need. That's all they need. Um, and and Keskis was good, too. She knocked down a three-pointer. That was the only scoring she did in the game, but it, it, it was a big three points when you look at the final score. Right. They had to have it to win the game. Uh, but, again, the defense – and all of that. And were there turnovers? Yeah. But by both teams. So, you know, uh, uh, both teams uh, are, are good basketball teams. Yale was just three points better. And, and they put the, after a, a good start by Armada, Yale figured out a way to turn that game around um, and stay in it. And, and you know, they never, they never had more than a three-point lead in the game. But when they fell behind double digits early in the second quarter, they didn't let it bother them. They didn't panic, and they just kind of ground out the win. Just slowly chipped away at the deficit. So now what? Yale has to go to MLA City tomorrow to clinch a league title. Yes. So if they win, they're the outright champs. If they lose, they're still the champs, but Armada can get back even with them, uh, and they've got Richmond uh, at home, I believe. All right, you want to start? No, I believe it's at home. Yeah, yeah no, uh, because uh, PH got a win. They beat Stevenson 35-21, to so mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde still going That's at it. That's a team I would expect PH to beat um, by 21, but I'm glad they did it because the way they've been up and down, I'm not taking anything for granted. Yeah. Uh, Lakeview beats Northern 43-40, to and there's Northern again when they've got a full team. They can compete with anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the big one. St. Clair 56, South Lake 46. Yeah, that win, um, that's the biggest win of the year for St. Clair. I think so. And that's a South Lake team that is hoping to make a run, win, win a game in a regional. And in the... Um, in the win for St. Clair, I mean, they got a ton of scoring from a ton of different spots. Ten points for both Furlan and Picklehopped. It was actually Maddie Cole that led the way with 11. Audrey Schindler had nine. Just a lot of contributions from everyone. And this was the upside we saw of St. Clair. I guess the bad news is it took them about 22, 20 games to get there. The good news is it took them 20 games to get there, and now they're playing their best basketball a week out of district. Yeah, uh, and this win, you know, we kind of change flavors sometimes. Mm. This has changed flavors for me. Uh, uh, St. Clair is now dangerous to me when we get into the district. And the fact that they host the district makes it just that little extra flair to it that – you know, St. Clair, I think all their big wins have been at home, but they get the district at home, so that really doesn't come into play until they make a regional. Yeah, and then uh, Frazier beats Marine City 39-37. These two teams <laughs> are about as evenly matched as 
can be. You know, if they played again, Marine City would win like 39 37. Yeah. I mean, or, or, or 38 to 36. Or right. You know, they're, they are just the, it's the same basketball team playing the same basketball team uh, when they get together. And uh, weird, though, that Frazier won both games at Marine City and Marine City won the game down there. Yeah. That, I mean, it, it, the pattern held. The pattern held. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. Marysville played Saturday oh, against I You didn't talk about Cousineau. your favorite team. You skipped that one on our on our. Oh, no, team. I'll get back okay. to that I'll, score. I but, I, I mean, more pertinent to us uh, is the Marysville uh, game. They struggled. Um, they struggled. Uh, even the, the score was misleading. At the end of one, it was 15-14 Cousineau. But I think they were up like 15-7. to, to seven. And Marysville went on a little run. Walters hit a three at the buzzer to take it from 15-11 to 15-14. But Marysville just never really got it going. They left a lot of points out there. They shot poorly at the free throw line. They missed a lot of open shots. They took a ton of threes. Uh, uh, I, they, 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 they took over 20 threes and only made, I think, Five or six, they were like six out of twenty-eight or something like that. Which I don't know what the percentage is, but it just didn't feel good. There were a lot of bad misses, um, but they kept shooting them. Uh, and some nights they go in, they didn't for them. Avery Walters had uh, twenty, but for me, and, and this is hard to say because you know she's one of my favorite players. Right. I didn't think she had a good game, um, and I thought it was a quiet twenty points. Um, and uh, and Cassie Pearson for Cousineau matched her with 20 points, but she knocked down six threes. Wow. Uh, and and so it was a louder number of points. Well, also you know? when you're up, when you win the game by 14, it is much more noticeable as well. You know, and, and they just they just had more. So Walters had 20, and the next highest scoring Viking was Kendall Quain with six. Cousineau had Pearson with 20. Asbury with 10, Sakalis had 9, and Collins had 6. So their fourth highest scoring had what Marysville's second highest score had. So they just had a little more balance and, and more people um, contributing. And uh, and Ryan Ratchy did what he could do. Like he, he was calling timeouts. He was, you know, he was coaching his team. Uh, just Cousino was better on, on Saturday. Um, and and the, the two games prior to that, Marysville was much more competitive with them. They lost at Cousineau, I think it was 46-41, and they, uh, yeah, 46-41, and they beat them in Marysville 35-32. So I know they can play that team. Right. But they got beat pretty bad in this third meeting. Bad day to have a bad day. Yeah. So 50-36 to was the final for uh, Cousineau. The game after, and I wish now that I would have stayed and watched it, Gross Point North beat Anchor Bay 46-44, and I know Gross Point North is a good team. And that's an Anchor Bay team that's going to be in a district with uh, PH and and Northern, and, well, one of those could match up with them. Yeah. Uh, Going back to Friday, New Haven 48, East Point 31. Onward Rockets, onward Rockets. Just a shame you didn't get to see them on Saturday. Yeah, I know. It happens. Algonac beat Landmark forty-four to six. K-Pack forfeits to Marlette two to nothing. Don't know uh, what happened there. Uh, and Memphis beat Austin Catholic fifty-one to twenty-six. And one other Saturday score: Bay City All Saints over Carsonville Port Sandlac fifty-nine to forty-four. So those were all the girls' games. Uh, and again, congratulations to Yale on uh, the win over Armada. And uh, now. Tomorrow they can go to MLA City and win the championship outright. Boy, am I glad I didn't make such a declarative statement about Armada winning the BWAC. Like I thought I was going. Like you, I you were itching did, to. But I didn't. I learned before I learned. Um, and, well, they, they still can because Yale going to MLA City is not a gimme, but it's also not um, a spot where they're going to be the underdog. That. That is a true story. Uh, I do think they'll win their last game, so I do think Yale has to win if they want to be the sole champs. Speaking of sole champs, congratulations to MLA City. Anytime yeah. we yeah, have... Can I do this? Yep. <laughs> Round of applause. More, I'm just rubbing it in on you because you had uh, that thing 
given away to somebody else. I did. <laughs> oh, I did. I, I, I'm glad I, there's nothing in print for like for Gothier to like pull up in the locker room. I'm sure he played the tape of. Oh you. yeah, just like yep, I'm calling it. <laughs> but it doesn't have the same effect. Like you can't get a picture with it. So uh, I'm glad the medium we used was not as. Uh, uh, Don, he's, he's coming out tomorrow night, too, <laughs> by the way, if you want to see him and say hi. Uh, he's, he, he'd take the high road, I think. <laughs> um, I hope. Um, anyway. He's they a be, champ. They he, beat, he can yes, do anything he wants. Um, <laughs> MLA City outright league champs after North Branch gave a good effort, but MLA City topped them 55-48 up in North Branch, standing alone on top of the BWAC Mountain Outright champs. I don't know the last time they were outright champs because their last league title was actually split with Yale in 2016. I know they had a run in the early to mid-2010s where they were league champs more often than not. I'm sure it was somewhere in there. Yeah, the fun part about it was at the beginning of the night, there were three big games, and you know everybody needed to win. And, of course, no Emily City scores were coming out. I found out out about it like 20 seconds after I went off the the air. Uh, finally, uh, the uh, AD for Yale came over and said, uh, "MLA City won 55 to 48." Because Yale took care of business in a game you saw. Yeah, they they played Armada. Uh, our, again, I thought Armada came out pretty strong in the first quarter. They were up 20 to 15. I want to tell you what the first minute and 50 seconds of this game was so much fun. It was 10 to 10, a minute and 50 into the game. That's your kind of basketball. They were just running up and down, and everything everybody threw up, no matter how ridiculous it was, went in. Because there were a lot of bad shots that went in. (laughs) Guys banking in threes, fadeaway shots that have no business going in that go in. But it was fun for that stretch. Then it kind of calmed down for a little bit. But in the end, I mean, 66-61, it was a fairly high-scoring game. Uh, a lot of guys uh, did well. The three-headed monster for Yale, Kohler with 19, Monarch with 19, and Jakubiak with 18. And again, I believe at some point in that game, Monarch scored a basket that made him the highest-scoring player in Yale history based on my simple math. So, Or unless we, there was a misprint in the guy. We think congratulations to Ryan Monarch? Yeah. I'm going to do this anyways because if he isn't, he's going to be. And then Kohler's going to pass him in a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, enjoy the title while you got it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll live it up for the next couple of years because if he plays all all of his games, I think he's got a pretty good shot. Um, I think he's got a head start, too, because he's been scoring at a torrid pace. Yeah. Uh, speaking of scoring at a torrid pace, uh, TJ Seiler went off in this game and scored 28 for Armada and was a big reason that they were in this game and had a chance for quite a while, um, and uh, uh, Drew uh, Ketting knocked down four threes and had 16 points in this game. But, uh, again, there wasn't – they needed that third guy, and they didn't have that third guy. Uh, Pratt had a, a decent game. He had seven points. A um, lot of fouls. This was physical. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. This was like a hockey game or a football game. It was, it was like uh, Yale and Armada ground-and-pound football. That's that's the way I just if you if you ask me how was this game, I would say it was like a football game. It was like two uh, an offensive line and a defensive line just smashing heads all game long. A lot of fouls. A lot of people used most of their fouls. So they were calling it all. <laughs> they called it pretty tight. Well, I had uh, Jim McAndrews was one of the oh, referees, okay. so you know he's whistle happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, no, that, that was a nice win for Yale going into the district. Um, and Armada, I know they, they came up short, but... They're playing I, a lot better. I know, and now all of a sudden, something I never thought I'd say a month ago, I think they might be the favorite to win their first-round playoff game. You know, it, it's interesting because I'm thinking about that, too. And, of course, the last time I saw Marysville, they were playing Northern, so it's kind of not fair to judge. Right, because Armada they would did, get run by Northern, and too. They, and they did bounce back and beat Lamphere uh, in the rematch uh, game. So, I, I, you know. And especially with it being out in Armada. All right, we'll, we'll talk about that in the yeah. third segment. But that was a district that I went from, all right, there's one team that's going to win it unless something happens. And now... I still think St. Clair is the favorite, but there are some contenders in some 
some roadblocks to get through. Yeah, uh, Almont. I, I think they actually, when I look at it now, they they got as the number one seed. They got a tougher draw than oh. Richmond as the two seed. <laughs> absolutely, um, absolutely. Um, Almont beat Crosslex 67-62 in a high-scoring game. I don't know who was all there for Crosslex. I was going to say, how, how do they keep this thing close? That They have nobody left. If Cro- I thought if Crosslex was going to be in the game against Almont, it was keep it under 50. Nope, track meet, and they come up just a uh, few points short. But, you know, uh, Elmont likes to, to play like that, though. I think they're a better team when they run up and down. Well, it's not as, it's not as if Elmont is like the seven-second offense, where, but they just take so many threes that even if they're only shooting 30-some percent, like low 30 percent, they're still scoring a lot of points because yeah. they'll take 35 threes. So if you hit 10 of them, there's 30 points right there. Yep. Um, in the thumb, Lakers beat Sandusky 46-44. That could have been a fun one. Vassar over KPAC 65-51. USA beats Brown City 65-55. Reese over Ubley 58-54. Jeez, the West was having yeah, their the way West with these. Yeah, the West was having their way. Um, well, this one doesn't surprise me. Cass City 77, Memphis 26. The 26 is actually more than I thought. Um, Dryden over Mayville 65-38. Peck beat North Huron 42-29. Kingston over Deckerville 70-45. And Mooney beat Southfield Bradford 57-43. And Brian Everhart had like 30-some points. In Is like that tw- all? In 24 hours, he scored like 60 points. <laughs> and, and you're not surprised by that, are you? Not at all. I mean, that's uh, – yeah, the, the scoring output he's had has been ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, there was a hockey game on uh, – uh, Friday, uh, Marysville actually played their playoff opener uh, at Cranbrook. They lost to Cranbrook five to one. Luke Fix scored the goal, and it looked like the the Vikings like broke the shutout in the last minute of the game, like, with about twenty seconds to go. So yeah, we knew going down to Cranbrook was going to be tough. Yeah, so uh, Cranbrook uh, moves on to the uh, the finals because that was a regional semifinal game. Uh, they both had a bye through the opening round. Um, and uh, coming up, uh, actually, tonight is a regional semifinal at Suburban. Anchor Bay is playing Dakota or Chippewa Valley Unified, whatever you want to call them. Uh, some sites call them Chippewa Valley. Some sites call them Dakota. The state calls them Dakota, and it's easier to say. Uh, <laughs> and then Northern will play in the regional final at McMorrin on Tuesday night against De La Salle, and the winner will head on to the quarterfinals. By the way, um, that unified team has to have a pool of like 6,000 kids to pull from. <laughs> I know. It's it's silly. How do you – how does – I mean, I know Chippewa Valley used to have their own team and they'd have like eight kids on it. But come on now. <laughs> I, Thumb Legion is 30 schools combined and they have like <laughs> 1,500 kids to pick from. They have two counties they're drawing from. And meanwhile – Chippewa Valley and Dakota are unified, and they legitimately have, like, the population of some of our cities to pull from. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's basically two college campuses that are a couple of miles apart from each other. Anyway, um, it's just funny that that, how big of a pool they have to pull from. Uh, We'll talk about the girls' brackets next, and then in the last segment we'll do the boys' district preview. Yeah, since, since the boys actually start tonight, well, that'll be our last theme, and then we can tell everybody where we'll be. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short- and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady and the uh, the draws came out for the uh, ladies who will wrap up the regular season this week and then start their postseason a week from uh, tonight. Uh, and, and we'll just start in D1 and work our way through. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. And in D1, just the one district, both our teams will be playing Monday. Uh, Port Huron will be – they're both at Anchor Bay, by the way. Port Huron will play Lance Cruz. And Northern gets Lons Cruz North, a winnable game for both sides. Yeah, I I love these opening round games for our local teams. Now, I fully expect them both to win on Monday. Then Wednesday would happen. Then Wednesday if will PH be a lot wins, tougher. They play Anchor Bay in Anchor Bay. Northern plays Dakota. I think Port. I, we know Port Huron has a shot. Yeah, because they beat Dakota. They they can beat anyone in this district. They can lose to anyone in this district. Northern would have to play out of their mind to knock off Dakota. Yeah, and that's not being mean. That's being honest. And you know that I think very highly mm-hmm. of what this Northern, uh, what my expectations for Northern next year are maybe unfairly high. But I, it, I think they're going to be a good basketball team. But yeah, that would be asking this team to beat the Mac Red Champs. Yes. And, and again, uh, going into this thing, Dakota's probably the favorite. But I'll tell you what. They can't be thrilled Anchor about Anchor Bay already. or PH. I think Anchor Bay beat Dakota in the semifinals of the MAC tournament. Yeah, and and, and the, the so the, the, they've got two teams on the other side of the bracket who they know have beaten them. Um, so th- this is interesting, and and interesting to me is which PH team shows up that really good one that's a juggernaut. Or the one that sometimes is off, because if you're off in either of these games, you're not getting out of the district. And Anchor Bay is solid, and they've got a couple of girls. The TD girl is good, and the other girl, I can't even say her name. I say it wrong every time. And, uh, yeah, I may send you to this district so you can try and figure it out. Um, and, all right, let's go to D2. And we actually had a change because of the results from Friday. Up until Friday, Cross-Lex was the two-seed in St. Clair. Yale's win over Armada flipped that, and that changed the whole bracket. So now Yale is gets a bye, and Armada gets the bye. Yale plays the winner of Cross-Lex in Richmond. 
Armada plays the, the winner of St. Clair and Marysville. So right off the hop, what uh, you know we thought might be a marquee game, maybe the final, ends up being a first-round game. St. Clair, Marysville in the first round, either the host or the defending district champ going home. Yeah, uh, and and actually, there's two. Technically, there's two defending district champs in this district. And and, and I'm gonna gonna tell you what uh, in this district, there are five good teams. The only one that would surprise me is Richmond. Yeah, well, if Richmond won it, then they've been sandbagging all year. Yes, uh, St. Clair's playing their best basketball there at home. Marysville, some nights, I mean, they're kind of getting into that PH territory where, all right, they beat a really good team. Sure. Oh, they lost to a team or they played bad again. Yeah, that makes sense too right yeah. now. So they um, could lose to St. Clair. They could make a run to the finals. It, I don't know. Neither surprises me. No, and, and we already know that our Maiden and Yale are really good. Uh, you know Crosslex wants to get a third swipe at Yale. Um, but they better not sleep on, on uh, like that's the only way I can see something getting disjointed here is if Croslex just completely looks past Richmond because they're thinking about getting that third whack at Yale. Right. I mean, but don't sleep on them either. They're not an easy out. Uh, so really, I, I'm just trying to think, I mean, storyline wise, this one's awesome. You talk about giving us a, a bunch of stuff to delve into. I mean, you could have a second round that has Cross, Lex, and Yale, a St. Clair Armada game in St. Clair, a Marysville Armada game. Um, I, I'm trying to think what a I Yale like Armada in the finals. Third round in the finals. You could have the host team making a run to the finals, and that gym would be packed. Uh, I mean, Cross, Lex is kind of the sleeper because can Yale beat them three times in the span of like three weeks i i think i think that's actually asking a lot it is uh, and especially be, for rivals yeah and, and again cross lex is a good team now um for but, but here's the here's the other part about it and we kind of touched on it in the open at the end of it boy do we lose some good teams because yes. only one of them gets out yes and um real quick before i want to touch on that as well but uh to play devil's advocate for Yale, the last couple of years, especially when Marysville was in the gold, they did that to St. Clair and Marine City. Beat them for a third time back-to-back in the district. So uh, they, it, it's not obviously impossible. But only one team comes out, and Dennis, I hate the regional draw. Because they match up with District 63 in North Branch. I like MLA City. I think they're a solid team. It would be as impressive of a district title as they have ever won if they get out of this. They play Lake Fenton on Wednesday. North Branch will match up with Ortonville. Brandon, likely to see who goes to the slaughter uh, against Goodrich. Yeah, it really it really doesn't matter which team wins that game because Goodrich is 21-0 and and there's a reason for it. And you saw them last year. Yeah, they're another one of those teams that got eight girls with the same last name bunch of sisters and they shoot the lights out plus plus they've got a big that's unstoppable like they could win all the time just throwing it into the post you can't stop that girl but the other girl shoots so well that they've got to take their 23s now um i guess if you're looking from one of the other districts lake fenton has played them twice and it's been relatively close i think it was a six and a 13 point game in both meetings so yeah marysville ended the lake Fenton reign of terror yeah they did <laughs> that's still well, I think uh because we're really close to a thousand games I think we're gonna do something special when we pass it next week um that might be my favorite game I've done in any sport <laughs> because at that point Lake Fenton was invincible they were invincible and Marysville went out there in a game that nobody thought they could win us including, including us, us. Uh, and they slaughtered them. 
it was awesome. Um, all right, the final district uh, seems pretty straightforward. Marine City's hosting. They play Algonac in the first round. Now, I say they should beat them, but I remember a district in the not-too-distant past where they needed a miracle four-point play to stay alive. I was at that one. Um, they had they, no business winning that game, and when it got to overtime, they were a different team. Um, and <laughs> Southlake will play the winner of Lutheran, North, and Regina. It's going to be Southlake Marine City in the finals. And that will be a, a lot of uh, fun. Uh, and with Southlake losing recently to St. Clair. And Marysville. You know, I and, and I like this Marine City team, and I've been saying it all year. You know, this is a, a group of seniors. This is their last run together. In fact, I think that the um, uh, district I just referenced was the last time Marine City won a district because they've been walled by Marysville ever since. Yeah. So th- this is a chance for them to uh, to get uh, back uh, into the regionals. The the last time I did a Marine City regional game, they played Lake Fenton out at Goodrich <laughs> and got smoked. Well, yeah, and that, that was a good team. Lake Fenton has to be wondering how the hell did I don't think they ever made it to Breslin during that run. They the COVID year, I think they would have gotten there. But that's what I'm saying is the the year they had probably had the a uh, good chance they lost. Um, I think they got upset in the regional, uh, or they lost like Country Day the year MLA City played in the quarterfinal. Then they lost to Marysville. Like they always had really good teams. It was just never to be, I guess. Yeah. Um, real quick, we'll go to division. I, I know we don't cover it, but they're going to, the winner of the, is going to go to that, that regional, uh, and it's at Notre Dame prep. Notre Dame prep, uh, is going to play probably, well, if they beat collegiate, they're going to play St. Mary's. When did St. Mary's become so good in basketball? I don't in know. Girls basketball. I know they're undefeated, but if you they're not beating the, the top, top teams. So I don't know if they're easing their way into being what they are on the boys' side, or if they're just really solid. I mean, shocker. Um, it took them like three years to become really, really good at a brand-new sport. Um, in D3, Almont is actually a D3 team in girls' basketball. They play landmark in round one, and the winner of New Haven Memphis in round two. Almont could win this district very easily. You know, uh, it, it's... It is there for the taking. Okay, so uh, I'm going to just go by records. New Haven's the favorite over Memphis. Yes. Um, does New Haven play as tough a schedule as Memphis? Are the GTC East teams better than the bronze teams? Yes, but I don't know. I think New Haven's actually a decent basketball team. Yeah, and then uh, Elmont should beat Landmark. Uh, and so your final should be Elmont and New Haven. And then, yeah, because I think Elmont – Definitely plays tougher opponents than what New Haven has to face. Other D3 districts, uh, Harbor Beach goes to Cass City. They have a bye. They'll play either Laker or USA. And then Bad Axe or Cass City in the final. I think Harbor Beach actually the favorite. Um, Sandusky's in a weird one. They go west to Vassar. Um, They play the winner of Reese and Vassar, which they'll win that one. And then either Caro or Brown City, and they're going to be the favorite in that one too. Boy, a couple of years ago, Reese was so good, and they've obviously all those athletes have gone through and graduated. I'm telling you right now, Sandusky has a really good shot to get back to a quarterfinal. Like looking through the region, Millington's a team they might have to get through them or Montrose. Um, the region that the Millington district match matches up with is a joke. So whoever wins that district gets a bye to the regional final, and then they're going to have to beat Harbor Beach in the rubber match. Either Harbor Beach or Sandusky is going to be playing in a regional final, and I I don't know. Not, nothing against Harbor Beach, but the one thing that has eluded Al is a state title. Don't you want him to get there and win one for him? Yeah. Yeah. Screw it. We'll just openly root for Al. I mean, I, I, I don't uh, – you know, I don't know if this team is that good, but I know they're pretty darn good. They're 19-1. and one. They're probably not going to lose this week to anybody. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. And, and, again, absolute shocker if they don't win this district. And then, you know, if you're good enough to win the states, they're good enough to win the regional. Right. So we'll see. 
Uh, right. But I, I mean, I, I guess not so silently, but he's the nice, nicest man in the world, uh, and he's got everything he's done, everything you can possibly do, except that one thing, and which shows you how difficult it is to do. Right. Um, D4 in North Huron. CPS plays North Huron on Monday along with Owendale Gagetown playing Caseville. Ubley plays the winner of the CPS North Huron game. Uh, Deckerville plays the winner of the Owendale and Caseville. Uh, Marlette hosts the district. It's Kingston Peck on the top and Marlette Mayville at the bottom. That is Kingston's district to lose. Oh, Kingston is so good too. And Mooney is at Parkway Christian. They have to play the host Parkway Christian on Wednesday in a semifinal. And I think that just about does it. Uh, Dryden plays Oakland Christian in Oakland Christian on Wednesday as well. Yeah, and uh, and Mooney 10-10 ten and 10 this year, which is actually a better record than they usually have at this time of the year. But they have a pension for winning these districts. So we'll see. Par- Parkway looks like uh, they're a tough draw, though, this year. And uh, it's tough to go to a, another team's uh, gym and beat them. But uh, keep my eye on, on Mooney because they've won more districts than a lot of teams in our area have recently. Yes, they have. Boys actually tip off tomorrow, or tonight, actually. Um, so let's talk about some of the games we'll see tonight. All right, and uh, we'll do that when we come back in uh, just a moment here. Quality Computer Solutions is an all-inclusive IT-managed services provider for large, medium, and small businesses. Let QCS become your business's IT help desk supporting desktops, laptops, phone systems, servers, backups, security, and more. You manage your business, we help you manage your technology. Already have an IT staff? QCS provides staff augmentation to help guide you through enterprise-level projects. Are you concerned about security? Is all of your data properly backed up and protected from cyber attacks and ransomware? Call Quality Computer Solutions at 8 888-956-6066 for a free on-site security assessment. 888-956-6066. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and Brady. Having fun during the breaks. I kind of want to as bring well that, on the show. I kind of want to bring that up, but I'm not going to because well, you I, can play the clip. I don't care. No, <laughs> I don't. Well, uh, if uh, those that those that know me know I that know the story I'm referencing, but um, for everyone else, they're just very confused, and it's going to stay that way because uh, sorry, you shouldn't have brought it up. Though. It was just. People amaze me with how I, – I don't even know if it was stupidity or just the lack of awareness. I will just put it this way. that well, Sometimes the lack of an awareness is stupidity. I heard, there was a clip of a broadcast that um, I think any of you listening, including high school students that have never spoken into a microphone before, would never make a mistake like that. To call it a rookie mistake would be <laughs> underselling it by a mile. Anyway. Speaking of things that I would never say, did you catch the, the – now we're way off. Right. But did you catch the clip that Jason sent? Which one? Oh, no, that was – that's the that's, Bob Mennery. Yeah. yeah, that guy, um, he's not really safe for work. So, <laughs> yeah, that's um, – he's hilarious, but uh, don't listen to it unless you're over 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's done. He's been doing that forever. It's but, hilarious. But just uh, that wasn't what we were no. talking about. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This was a yeah. real. And uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to get myself in trouble. Okay. Uh, <laughs> boys districts. Boys oh, districts. Oh, since we're on a tangent, real quick. Speaking of boys basketball, uh, seems like there is a real chance the MAC tournament's just dead after this year because nobody likes it. <laughs> you know, I've never liked it, and y- you were have been trying to convince me to like it a little bit it wasn't, or to like things about it. And I was just just as I was kind of getting to the point where I, I didn't care anymore. Right. Now you're going to tell me they're just going to take it away. Well, that it, that seems like the initial thought um, coming away from the coaches, that like a quarter of the MAC voted to keep it. Oh, okay. So that means – Well, I, and, I, and I really believe it's that playing a team a third time with the possibility of meeting them in a district. And also there might be a chance that the bronze just goes bye-bye. And it's consolidated back to five leagues. Interesting. Yes. Anyway. I don't mind there being. I really don't. Because what good is it? At least those teams can be semi-competitive against each other. And you can claim one of them as a champion. Well, basically what happened. Instead of throwing them into the next league where they all finish in last place. Basically what happened. I mean, there's not a lot lot of difference between like the blue and the gold. So that's where a lot of the merging happens. And then just like the bottom silver teams absorb the rest of the bronze. And I mean, five leagues won't make it like. It'll still be pretty competitive, and there'll be two more league games. Yeah, and that, that also makes up takes for the, away for the the, the MAC tournament. tournament. Yeah, um, they're all right, trying to finally find to boys districts. Yes, um, at Anchor Bay tonight. Yes, you have these ones. I believe the early one is Port Huron against Dakota. Yes, uh, come on, PH. It would be I'm really tired cool of Dakota you, winning districts. It'd be really cool if you won this one. I'm just you know you know, uh, and then give me a PH Northern. Semifinal, guaranteeing that we've got a team in the championship uh, game. Uh, I am just—it's nothing personal, Dakota. I—I I know that you—you you deserve the titles that you win. I'm just sick of you. I'm sick of you knocking the Port Huron area school district teams out. You did it last year when you weren't supposed to. We always have bad luck. We always aren't good enough. We always there's something and. Damn Dakota always wins. I want you out. I've got two shots at getting you out. Come on, Red Hawks. It's like when people just get sick of Alabama. It's not you didn't do anything personally. It's like I'm just sick of seeing the 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 roll tide and the crimson and no, go away. And I'm tired of Dakota <laughs> Green, blue, white, silver. No, you get two and an, maybe a third accent color. So, get after them Red Hawks. Um and and if you don't beat them um, knock the wind out of them so that Northern does. But I, I want a Red Hawk Husky uh, semifinal, number one, because that's fun, and number two, because it guarantees one of our teams is playing Friday night. Anchor Bay and Alonzo Cruz is the other game. You're there, so you're going to do this game yes, anyway. Yes, um, uh, I want to I, I see these teams play because, again, it's possible PH or Northern 
gets to the finals, so it's possible one of these teams gets to the finals. Right, and the winner of that would play Lons Cruz North. To the district out in Armada. Armada Marysville is an extremely intriguing game to me. This is the late game, right? Yes, this is actually the late game. Um, because even though it's the top of the bracket, the host school usually yeah. plays last. Um, a month ago, Marysville hands down. No doubt about it. But these two teams have kind of gone in opposite directions ever since that point. Even when Armada hasn't won, they're not getting blown out like they were in December. No, they're not a team that's going to go on this immaculate run and win a regional game in all likelihood. But they're a hell of a lot better than they were when I saw them lose to Marine City in December. Um, they're, they're figuring out. They're a young team that's matured. And this Marysville team goes through stretches, and they've lost, what, four out of their last five. Granted, they did beat Lampfear on the road amidst 17 tees. They were playing hangman down there um, and got through that. And they're coming in on a one-game winning streak. But Armada at home... Uh, a team that's playing with confidence. I do not like this spot for Marysville at all. You know, here here's the thing. What I hope that you get to see in this. I hope you see the TJ Seiler that played in Yale on Friday night. And I hope you get to see the Mackay Radford that played against Port Huron Northern. Because if you see those two things, you're going to see a really good basketball game. Right. So, uh, and, and so... And then I hope that the secondary people show up, that Haran shoots like Haran can shoot, that Ketting shoots like he shot Friday night at Yale. Pratt and, plays the way that every other BWAC coach has told me that he's played against him. And, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up being the highest scoring game of the night. Really? It wouldn't surprise me. Because if both these teams are going, you're going to have to get 70 points to win. That's fun. That's a good basketball game. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Dennis. You're Matt Distorath. Who are you hoping wins this game? Do you want to play you know the what? host team, or do you, you want to play? You know the team what? That's I, I want to play Marysville again to let er, to 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 have a chance to show people that 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 wasn't the the norm. That wasn't supposed to happen. I want to prove to people that that's a fluke. Yeah, I mean that's for being the one seed. That's a that's not a great second round matchup, especially when you see that Richmond gets the winner of Algonac and Marine City. Yeah, the the two seed. Again, no offense to Marine City and Algonac. I'm just being honest and looking at the records and the body of work. The two seed got the better draw. Easy, easy because if it worked out seeding wise. Armada would have played one, and Marysville would have played the other, and those two teams would have been playing in the semifinals. Yeah. Uh, I know Marine City has a few wins, and Algonac's over. I think Marine City's the favorite, but I don't think it might be as a slam dunk as some people may hope. Yeah, and it's weird because uh, the last few years, at some point in the season, I've seen Algonac play. This year, that didn't happen, so I really don't know what they have or or what they've been doing. I just see their scores and other than the recent Croslex game, they really haven't been competitive with too many teams. But neither uh, has and, Marine City. And Croslex was was really bad, but Marine City has won a couple of games. They beat Armada really early in the year when Armada had no idea what they were and they beat Madison twice. Yeah. But that's three more wins than Algonac can say. Well I would Algonac have beaten Madison if they played them twice. Because the B- I'd like to say yes, but I don't know. And who, I mean, I guess Marine City did beat Armada in the BWAC, but I don't know how if Marine City gets another win if they play a BWAC schedule. But who does Algonac, other than maybe Madison, who does Algonac beat in that league? That That's my point, is that's all who Marine City beat. So this one might be closer than people think. Oh, um, I don't think it's going to be a blow. I don't think Marine City's going to go out there and beat them 80 to n- nothing, but I think Marine City should win this game. All right. Come on, MLA City. If I'm rooting for Come one on, team MLA hard, City. knock off Kersley, and then that guarantees us a regional semifinal between two local teams. You just won the BWAC outright. I'm sorry you got such a crap draw, but I almost, in a weird way, think this can help MLA City 
because they don't have this golden path to a regional final where they can look ahead, where they have to take it a night at a time, and maybe that keeps you more focused, where, hey, all right, you win today against the host team, Kersley, who has a pretty good record, and then Wednesday you'd have to beat Yale again, and then Friday you'd have to beat either Croslex or North Branch, and then you don't look ahead, you just live in the moment, and I think that might actually help MLA City in a weird roundabout way. Yeah, uh, for, for me, when I look at this district, by Wednesday, can Croslex be a little less of a mash unit and have some people back so that they have a fighting chance um, to get there? Because um, I really, you know, like, I know they've been really good, and, and it's kind of like the Dakota thing, mm-hmm. for especially for people in the BWAC. Oh, yeah. They're tired of Crosslex, and they don't like Crosslex. It doesn't help that they've won BWAC titles in the other two boys' sports we cover in football and baseball. I'm more impressed by what they were able to do this year. They went into the last game of the regular season actually still in the title hunt, and they had no business being there with the guys that they've been missing throughout the season. They they are they are with like we talked about Northern girls playing without their cards. These guys have been playing without their cards and other people have been stepping in and other people it's been the that that cliche, next guy up. Mm-hmm. Well, they've next guyed up all the way through the season, um, and and I'd like for, for I, I think I think this has been Lance's most impressive coaching job, um, and I I I think people should be really proud of this team there and not disappointed um, with them. Uh, and again. I hope they get some guys back by Wednesday and are a threat to, to get to the finals and give whoever's on the other side a good game. And I hope Emily City gets to Wednesday as well. Knock off Kersley, give us an all BWAC district semifinal. Yep, absolutely. That would be pretty cool. Um, Almont, oh, God, they got the worst possible district and draw. They'd have to beat, what, Lake Fenton and then either, like, Notre Dame Prep or Goodrich and then the other one in the final? Yeah. This is like a regional final, regional semifinal to quarterfinal level of difficulty. It just isn't fair, man. Again, if you win, if you're Elmont and you win the district, you should get a share of the state title at, <laughs> at least. They should like, just go. All right, no matter what Elmont does in the next game, they are co-state champions for winning this district. Yeah, they'd have to beat Lake Fenton to Notre Dame Prep to probably Goodrich. If if they win this, Ross needs to put on the. Uh, Elmont like banners like in big flashy letters 2024 with like thumbs up and fireworks <laughs> going off because this would be as impressive of a district title as we've ever seen uh Brown City plays so I hope they catch fire and shoot the lights out that I hope they're knocking down a lot of awesome. threes Brown City is playing landmark they'll probably win and then CPS and North Huron are tonight as well and uh, that's everybody who's playing in round one games. And then round two, of course, happens on Wednesday. District finals are on Friday. The ladies start uh, their tournament on Monday. Regionals for the boys will be Tuesday and Thursday of next week. All right. And then we have one hockey game tonight as well, correct? Yeah. Uh, and this is a regional semifinal. Anchor Bay is uh, playing Dakota slash Chippewa Valley. Uh, and that's over at Suburban Ice Arena. I believe it's the late game. Uh, Romeo and the other team. That's Utica? In that. sure. No, Utica's out. Anchor oh. Bay knocked Utica out. Um, other Utica. Ike? You know, they're, they're together. Uh, it, it might be Ike. It might be the, the Eisenhower. We were 15-0, and 0 and now we're 1-14 and 14, uh, Eagles. So. <laughs> So and then tomorrow you have Northern Hockey against De La Salle. Yeah, that's I, that's the uh, that's a chance to go to the quarterfinals. So come on, Huskies. And I have Yale trying to win an outright BWAC title out in Emily City in girls basketball. So uh, it's going to be a fun week, and and Brady kind of hinted to it. Uh, if we have all the games we're supposed to have, we'll be at nine ninety four after Friday. And under so. And under- and we're really going to do four, and, and, and we're and we're going to do four games on the following Monday night. So by next Tuesday, there's a chance that we do game number one thousand. And I, I can't express enough. Uh, I don't toot our own horns that often, but how um, proud of that I am for two knuckleheads like us 
in four school years. Not even. Before we yeah, before we even get to baseball softball to have done a thousand games. It's just the two of us. So basically plus a little Joe, I think yeah, uh, but, Paul Costanzo twice and Matt Shook once. But basically Brady's gone out and done five hundred games and I've gone out and done five hundred games. And we're moving in on five hundred podcasts too. Yeah, I think this is like four ninety one. So um I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, look at us when, when Brett when, Bra- when we were sitting talking about it at the beginning, Brady said, "So, how many games do you think we'll do?" And I'm like, "A hundred this year." Yeah. So, so, and that was a big number. Yeah, and and by my math, we should be around 400 games now, <laughs> and and it's going to be a thousand. So, uh, I'm excited. Yes, and I think one day, maybe either this week or next week, we're going to sit down and. Like break down the thousand games as nerdy as we can and spend a lot of time <laughs> on that and see who's actually been the best on our airwaves. Ooh, that's a good question because there have been some some pretty good teams. Yeah, what schools have been the best? What programs have been the best? Which sports? Yeah, which schools have dominated? So, all right, um, we'll be back Wednesday again. We'll have six games between now and then. Uh, both of our st- start at 5.30 tonight, and then the next game is right after. Right after. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.